Blessed Sunday, Pastor Shane, Worship Without Walls. I'd like to thank each and every one of you for joining us here for scripture and for word. In Jesus' name, we pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we look to you today that you would help guide us and strengthen us and that you let these words from your holy scripture bless each and every one of us. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Our scripture for this week, our first scripture comes from the book of James, the third chapter, verses 13 through 4, let me rephrase that, it comes from chapter 3, verse 13 through chapter 4, verses 3 and 7 through 8. Who is wise and understanding among you? Show your good life, that your works are done with gentleness born of wisdom. But if you have bitter envy and selfish ambition in your hearts, do not be boastful and false to the truth. Such wisdom does not come down from above, but is earthly, unspiritual, devilish. For where there is envy and selfish ambition, there will also be disorder and wickedness of every kind. But the wisdom from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, willing to yield, full of mercy and good fruits, without a trace of partiality or hypocrisy. And a harvest of righteousness is sown in peace for those who make peace. Those conflicts and disputes among you where do they come from? Do they not come from your cravings that are at war within you? You want something and do not have it, so you commit murder, and you covet something and cannot obtain it, so you engage in disputes and conflicts. You do not have because you do not ask. You ask and do not receive because you ask wrongly in order to spend what you get on your pleasures. Submit yourselves therefore to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Here ends our first scripture for today. And our second scripture reading for today comes from the Gospel of Mark, the ninth chapter, verses 30 through 37. They went on from there and passed through Galilee. He did not want anyone to know it, for he was teaching his disciples, saying to them, The Son of Man is to be betrayed into human hands, and they will kill him, and three days after being killed he will rise again. But they did not understand what he was saying and where, and were afraid to ask him. Then they came to Capernaum, and when he was in the house, he asked them, What were you arguing about on the way? 
but they were silent. For on the way they had argued with one another, who was the greatest? He sat down, called the twelve, and said to them, Whoever wants to be first must be last of all, and servant of all. Then he took a little child, and put it among them, and taking it in his arms, he said to them, Whoever welcomes one such child in my name welcomes me, and whoever welcomes me welcomes not me, but the one who sent me. Here ends our gospel for today. And this brings me to our word, our message for today, that I have entitled Choices. And now, each and every day, brothers and sisters, we have choices thrown at us, choices sent our way. Choices that we need to decide what is right from wrong, what is good from evil. Choices as simple as picking up our Bible and reading or letting anger, hate, deceit, selfish ambition, and so much more take over. Lust. But brothers and sisters, we have a choice to stand firm every day in the light. We have a choice that we can make to allow ourselves to engage in those lustful, those sinful urges, those wants per se. Or we can stand firm in the spirit of light, in the Holy Spirit, and follow Christ Jesus. You see... Every day in this world, we have choices. We have choices whether we want beef or fish. We have choices if we want to vote Democrat or Republican. We have choices if we want to stand up for wearing a mask, not wearing a mask. We have choices if we want to love our neighbors as ourselves, as Christ instructed, or be selfish and do what only benefits us. We have choices, brothers and sisters. And as we see today in the Gospel of Mark, we see Christ first talking about himself and how he's going to die. What needs to happen. It's almost like he's prophesizing to his disciples as he's teaching them walking along. But then, because they were arguing, he has to teach them once more when he tries to ask them what they were arguing about, and they do not answer. So instead, he sits there and says to them, If any man wants to be first, he shall be last of all, and servant of all. Think about that for a second, brothers and sisters. Christ is instructing us that no matter what our choices are, if we want to be first, and not first here on earth necessarily, not first in the flesh, but first into the kingdom of heaven, then we must be last of all, that we must serve all, not just those who we connect with, not just those who we have a Bible study group with, 
not just those who we like to sit in the pew next to with. All. He continues on. And he picks up a child, holds him in his arms, and then continues to say, Whoever receives one such little child in my name receives me. And whoever receives me receives the one who sent me. Now, we're not sitting here today and saying that it has to be a small child. We are all children of God. So if we receive each other in Christ's name, then we receive Christ. And if we receive Christ, then we receive the Father who sent him. You see, these are all things that help us show our good side. The choice of good or evil. You see, brothers and sisters, we don't realize it, but we have two sides always fighting over us. Yesterday, I read a devotional, and I actually wish I had brought it with me so I could read it again today. But it was basically a grandfather explaining to his son at a campfire that he, there are two wolves. There's good wolf and an evil wolf. And they're both fighting for the priority. They're both fighting to be recognized within you. You can use whatever you want to use. But brothers and sisters, you have two sides fighting over you at always. That is how important you are. That is how important your life is. There is evil that will try to fight for you to join their side, to return evil for evil. And as we've seen in today's service, we are not to return evil for evil, but return love towards that evil, to be better and to be in the light. But that is a choice that we can make. I do hope that you all choose wisely when that comes to play. Yet, there is also the good side, or the good wolf in this story. And that's fighting for our attention too. That's fighting just like Jesus Christ is fighting on our behalf. That he died for our sins. That the Holy Spirit is there within us. To help us understand and to move forward in light. But it starts by knowledge and wisdom. And we have to read the scripture. We have to engulf in the scripture. And we have to communicate with him in prayer, brothers and sisters. We cannot just sit there and do nothing. And expect that the good side is always going to win. In fact, the evil side will take over. Every ounce of that evil side will sit there and fight day in and day out. And the best part is, if you walk away from that fight and you leave it at the Spirit of the Lord... And the Holy Spirit are fighting your battle and you've put on the armor of God. And you say, done. You can't do anything to me, devil. I guarantee you a few days later he will show up again. And he will try to goat you into another round and another battle. But the difference is, brothers and sisters, through our faith, we have the choice to be good. 
through our faith in Christ and through the wisdom and knowledge from the scripture, we have that choice to move forth in light. And we have that choice to be showing the good side of ourselves always. Now, brothers and sisters, that also brings me to the scripture of James today, because if you see the scripture of James, you see that there's two kinds of wisdom. And it's almost that there's two ways that we can choose to use this wisdom, almost. We can use to choose it for good, or we can choose to use it for evil. So, I want to walk through the scripture of James today. I want to go line by line, verse by verse, with you as we continue forth. And we started right off in verse 13 saying, Who is wise and understanding among you? Show by your good life that your works are done with gentleness born of wisdom. Okay, so here we have in that verse, first James is saying, Who is wise and understanding? And then he goes forth and says, To show your good life. He's instructing us to make the choice to be good every day. To not speak evil. To not have selfish ambition. To not have envy. To not be unholy. To not covet our neighbor's wife. To not commit adultery. And so forth. To not be prideful. But instead he's asking us to have wise understanding and to have our works be shown through gentleness born of wisdom. Think about that. Gentleness out of wisdom. But he doesn't stop there. He continues forth and says, but if you have bitter envy and selfish ambition in your hearts, do not be boastful and false to the truth. Because such wisdom does not come down from above, but is earthly, unspiritual, devilish. It's calling it out right there that we can use that wisdom, but it's not going to be heaven-bound wisdom. It's going to be unspiritual. It's going to be of the earth. And it's ultimately going to be devilish. It's going to show sin within it. You could sit there, brothers and sisters, and you could have a conversation. And you could sit there and say, with anything that's going on in this world, I side with this over this. But the second you sit there, brothers and sisters, and change your wording from no longer being in the light with your wisdom, but instead using something to tear someone down, using something to call someone even as far as a follower of Satan instead. Using it to harass, make fun of, and so forth. That is when you've taken the high spiritualness and made it devilish and earthbound. Because you are no longer speaking in the light. You are no longer speaking in the truth that was given by the Lord Jesus Christ and by the Father through the scripture. But we have to realize this because it is our choice of how we use it. If we use it out of gentleness born of wisdom, 
or do we use it out of devilish earthliness? As we continue forth, for where there is envy and selfish ambition, there will also be disorder and wickedness of every kind. Brothers and sisters, when we do things out of our own selfish ambition and gain, things become disorderly. Wickedness shows its head. Think about that. When decisions are made because of someone's selfish ambition, the wickedness will brew its evil head eventually. It may be able to hide for a while, but you'll be able to see through it. You'll be able to understand where it really came from. But if it's in the truth, if it's in the light, if it's gentle, if it's good, you'll know that too. Because it'll come from the heart. It'll be out of love and out of the spirit. But the wisdom from above is pure, then peaceable, gentle, willing to yield, full of mercy and good fruits, without a trace of partiality and hypocrisy. So here, this is what I love about this entire passage. In fact, before we even read it today, I already had this passage marked in my Bible, which means I've read it before and I love it. Because it literally says what we need to do to bear good fruit. It literally tells us that there's no trace of partiality. That we're not giving someone more because we know who they are. We're not helping someone out more because we like them over the other person that's in need. We're not help doing this more because of the color of their skin or not the color of their skin. We are not doing this more because of the fact that they sided the same side of an election as we did. We're doing it out of no partiality because they're our brother and sister in Christ and we're going to keep our spiritual words in the light at all times. We're not going to lower ourselves down to their level. We're not going to bring things from above down to the earthly level because we're going to keep it in the light and above. A harvest of righteousness is sown in peace for those who make peace. Let me read that again. A harvest of righteousness is sown in peace for those who make peace. If you go forth in the world, brothers and sisters, and your choice is love and light out of dark, instead of darkness and hate, then you're going to find peace when you walk through this world. You're not going to allow the day-to-day's evils to bring you down. And I know that is a huge, hard task for us to learn. But that's where the scripture comes into play. As a reminder to us to make the proper choices each and every day. And it goes on in chapter 4, the beginning, and it says, The conflicts and disputes among you, where do they come from? Think about that for a second. Are they coming from above or are they coming from this earth? Everything that we have right now in this world going on, the battles with COVID-19, whether you wear a mask or you don't, whether you want to get a vaccine or you don't, the battles when it comes to Republican or Democrat and political, the battles of 
white or black, and race. Think about where these battles come from. Think about where these disputes started. They didn't start godly because we're all created equal. We're supposed to love our brothers and sisters no matter what they look like, what they believe in, and who they are. It doesn't matter if an atheist walked in this church right now during a service and said, you are all full of it. You're all going to hell anyway. We would love our brother or sister that would walk through and say that. And we would show them by trying to plant the tiniest mustard seed of faith in them that there is hope and love in the Lord, in the light. Because you want something and do not have it, so you commit murder. And you covet something and cannot obtain it, so you engage in disputes and conflicts. You do not have because you do not ask. You ask and do not receive because you ask wrongly in order to spend what you get on your pleasures. Here, James is telling us that when we go to the Lord and ask, that we need to ask for things the right way. So when we go to the Lord and say, Lord, we ask that you make us rich because we want to go buy a big mansion. We want to go buy fancy cars. We want to buy expensive suits. The Lord's going to look at you and say, that's not what you're supposed to be asking for. But who knows if we go to the Lord and say, Lord, I just ask that you will show me your way, that you will grace your strength and your mercy upon me, because I know that I am a sinner. I know that I have wronged you, and that you died for me to save me, that you called me by name. But instead, I just, we don't do that. We don't do that type of example of a prayer, typically. We pray for the things we want. I want a new car. I want a new stereo. I want a bigger house. I want this. I want that. We don't ask that the Lord helps save this world from hunger. We don't ask the Lord to help stop homelessness, to help those who suffer from mental illness but we do selfish prayers. And I'm sure all of us brothers and sisters are guilty of those prayers. That's where it comes into play of you just ask wrongly. But then we go into verses 7 through 8, and it kind of wraps everything up. And it says, Submit yourselves therefore to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Have you resisted the devil in your lives, brothers and sisters? I'm asking. Because if you're not, submit yourselves to God. Submit yourselves to the Lord and resist the devil. Tell him he's not welcome here. Rebuke him. Tell him his ways, his fights are not welcome here. Because we're going to love on our brothers and sisters no matter what. We're going to be with our brothers and sisters in need, no matter what. And it finishes off telling us to draw near to God, and He will draw near to you. To cleanse your hands, you sinners, 
and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Don't let evil win. Don't make the choice to show hatred to one another. Don't make the choice to discriminate one another. Don't make the choice to sit there and be evil to one another. In fact, if you put others first, if you are there for one another, if you make those choices to be there with your brothers and sisters in need, if you make those choices just as Christ did, to leave the 99 to go rescue the one, to sit with the sinners, to help try to save them as Christ did. When you start putting others first, you just might find out how good it feels when you make those kind of choices. You might just realize how peaceable you feel, how at peace you are when you start looking at life differently, when you start feeding the wolf that is good and starving the wolf that is evil. You might just find a new outlook on your lives, brothers and sisters. Because all we got to do is go back to the scripture and read it and allow the Holy Spirit to give us the understanding of the words. All we have to do is follow Christ Jesus. All we have to do is trust in the God the Father because our God is three in one and he's with us every day. Let's feed that. And let's starve out evil and let's rebuke the devil and let's tell him he's not wanted here. Dear Heavenly Father, as we come to you today, we thank you for the lesson from the book of James. The lesson of choices and that we have the choice. We can choose right, we can choose left, we can choose red, we can choose blue, we can choose good. Or we could choose evil. Lord, we ask that you give us the strength and the discernment, the guidance that we need in our lives, in our hearts, that we may feed you, feed the good, that we may walk in your will and in your ways, that we may reach out to those in need and help them, that we may put others above ourselves, and ultimately, that we may rebuke our selfish ways, our envy, our greed, our lust. And we may walk as you walked, Lord, in the light. That we may see you one day again in the kingdom of heaven. With the Father, with you, with the Holy Spirit. Now and forever, through Jesus Christ, mercy and grace. Amen. Amen. Are you looking for some Christian-based apparel to wear? Masks, hoodies, shirts, possibly women's leggings? Then look no further than checking out our Teespring store at teespring.com backslash stores backslash worship dash without dash walls 
It's all custom designed from us here at Worship Without Walls. Again, that is teespring.com backslash stores backslash worship dash without dash walls. Hope you find something you like for you or your loved ones. Have a blessed day.